Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Hello everyone and welcome back to Welcome to the World of Tomorrow today! And as always is my special lovely co-host, Mr. Jim Strangepork. How's it going buddy? Pretty good Admiral. You're uh, putting on the charm again I see. Of course, of course. Oh, so, so Jim, um, last week we for oh well two weeks last week for us, but two weeks for the listeners. Oh, we forgot to tell the new listeners what actually we do here. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, so why don't you tell the listeners what we do? Absolutely, Admiral. We are a Futurama fan podcast. We take each episode of this wonderful animated series, um, and we we go through them. We talk about what happens in each episode we talk about our favorite jokes um our favorite just anything about the episode we can find uh we talk about what we want from the future and we'll share some fun facts as many as we can have or find yeah yeah all right so you want to just jump right into when aliens attack good good read of it i like that you like that you like with the hands too the hand motion works really well on the podcast. Yeah, I know it's it's a it's an audio visual medium, so you know I should. You can sh- really you can really hear the hands moving. Exactly, it's the wind. It's the wind. <laughs> um, so uh, we have kind of a cold opening. Um, Fry in the future. Oh no, in the past. Uh, ni- uh, nineteen ninety nine. It doesn't give a specific like month. It just says nineteen ninety nine, which we assume since it's a series finale, no season finale of. Single female lawyer. We assume it's like May-ish or June-ish. Probably. Okay. Springtime. Whatever. So so we go in that, and I love how he goes pizza delivery, and he goes oh, and he goes what oh so this is a TV studio huh? It's a Fox affiliate. Oh. <laughs> I love how much they crap on Fox. Well, it, if it wasn't for Matt Groening, um, The Simpsons brought Fox. Out of what they were, so that's actually... He gets away with it. Yeah, he, he's allowed to. Yeah. Um, and then, and then he's like, oh, hey, you want to watch it with us? A single female lawyer. Ah, I'm more of the world's blankiest blank. She's wearing the world's shortest skirt. I'm in. <laughs> and then they uh, they start drinking a beer and eat, and eat pizza, uh, which I didn't know Fry could... Like, did he go pick up the p- beer, or... Was, yeah, do, do they sell beer there? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, Nucci's free beer. Exactly. Every pizza order. Because they don't tip the delivery boy. That's why. That's right. Um, that's right. So, so then we get to then uh, it's single female order, which is basically like Ally McBeal. I'm assuming. Yeah, kind of. I guess. I I know, this whole scene, it's just like there's like he's like, you can't prosecute me like that, uh, Your Honor. And blah blah this, even especially in a co-ed bathroom, and I'm the uh, and I'm so and so, and then they kiss and start making out, and she swoons, and the telegraphed, what's the, the um oh um the court stenographer yeah the stenographer comes in and she goes can you say that again, and then Fry hits a beer, pours it on the the control panel, and you know uh, goes off staticky. And I love how he goes, you just put Fox off the air! Oh, like anybody cares. <laughs> and then it shows, like, a thousand years that go by. Like, you know, how it, uh, how it's like, technically that's a thousand light years away. Um, for, but I'll get into that later of why it, why it works then. But whatever. 
So it, it travels a thousand years, and I like that little animation of them, you know, going away from Earth to yeah, that was really cool to uh, Omicron Percy I Eight, which is one of your favorite characters, Lur and Unda Unda, uh, and basically they're watching it, and it and, and it goes off air, and and uh, Maurice Lamarche comes on and he goes, "We have eight animated shows away," and then he growls, he kind of foams at the mouth, shoots a ray gun. <laughs> and then we're in we're in Futurama like that's that's the beginning sequence uh, and the be- how often you get that cold open that leads into the actual plot too I like that exactly exactly um, and uh, the little title crawl that we have on the bottom it's proudly made on earth um, and it's uh, the original air date is November 7th 1999 um, so we're getting close to the year 2000 we're getting really close um, and yes we still count this as uh, season one, episode twelve, because we're going with the original standard, you know, release of Futurama, and uh, the cartoon. I know you always like to make me do this, but the cartoon is Daffy the Commando. I'm not yes. sure. Yes. Okay. A World War Two era Daffy Duck commercial. Really? I didn't know they. Wow. I didn't know he was way back back then. I thought that was just oh, yeah. Donald yeah, the Duck. Looney Tunes, there, there's um, every single Looney Tunes character and Disney character fought Hitler at that time. Oh. I think there's a cartoon for all of them. Well, not all of the Disney, only Donald Duck for Disney. But oh. Okay. All right, so then we get to, we go to, um, basically they're, they're sitting on the couch and uh, Hermes, which I feel like you would do this if you worked in, a, in an office. What are you doing sitting around? Oh, it's, um, it's Labor Day. Wait, you mean those union fat cats trying to get a day off? Yeah. Hot damn, a day off! Yep. <laughs> Takes off his shirt in a wife beater, starts drinking his beer on the couch. So then he decided to go to the beach, because it's the last beach day. Um, and then, you know, we get to the point where, where they're all driving away, and, and Fry's like, man, you know what? I really want to sit here and watch TV. And she's like, you're going to waste your life in front of the TV, you know, kind of setting things up for later. Um, and then he goes, oh, she goes, well, nobody else is going to say this, but you're covered in bed sores. So then, obviously, they go on to, they, Fry goes to the beach with them, which my question is, who the fuck's car is that? That's... Whose car is that? Maybe Hermes? I don't know. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But, like... Probably Zoidbergs. Yep. I like how the steering wheel's in the middle, too. Did you notice yeah. that? <laughs> That's... I, I could see a Zoidberg. I think... Hashtag Zoidberg's car. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Hashtag R.I.P. Zoidberg's. Zoidberg's car. And remember, right. if that ever gets confirmed, you heard it here first, guys. Yes. It's Zoidberg or Hermes, but most likely Zoidberg's. Um... So then they get to the beach and Monument Beach, which I was like, "What? You get you got the White House, the this is the original White House, I'm assuming they built I a guess, new one. They have another one in DC in the show. Yeah, uh, the the um, Mount Rushmore, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Uh, did you see any other ones? Um, there was a donut shop, and I don't. I think that was just a. That's actually um, kind of a little fun fact, is that is a famous donut place in L.A. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Washington Monument and Big Ben, right? I think that was really... Yeah, I think so. That was really it. 
Uh, and I like how Fry's like, wow. And he's like, yeah, we, we, they elected a governor in, in the uh, in the 27th century. And he was a supervillain madman. And he stole all the stuff. Now, my question is, is why didn't they just, like, you know, steal it back after he... But whatever. Yeah, I guess Monument Beach was formed, so whatever. Exactly. Um, so then um, then we see him on the beach. And I love how uh, they're playing volleyball. Zoidberg the professor, and then is it Amy and Leela, I believe? Yes. Yeah. So they're they're playing volleyball. And uh he goes to Zoidberg and he he pops it with his claw. And all the boys like, Oh and he like chucks it. He's like, Come on, Zoidberg! Try to hit it. He goes, I'm going for the scuttle and he just I like the way he scuttles. Yeah. Like that, that scene makes me wish there was a Futurama volleyball game. <laughs> Like wow. a video game, just because I really want to be able to team up with the professor who just hits it with it, like lets it hit him in the face. Oh! And then Zoidberg just keeps popping the ball. It would be the worst video game ever, but I would love it. It would. It would be pretty bad, but it's. It would be kind of funny. <laughs> I. I would pay for it. Maybe a mobile game. A mobile game. Yeah. There you go. And you can only play as Zoidberg and the professor. You have to buy to get the other characters. <laughs> yeah. That's. We should start on this. David X. Cohen, if you're listening to this, which I know you are, we call the rights for that, just saying. Yes. Um, and then so Zoidberg goes on a scuttle um, underwater, and then, f- um, oh, and then Bender, Hermes is looking for Bender, which we don't know it's Bender. He's looking, you know, for metal with a metal detector, and he finds Bender. Um, and he goes, and then Hermes goes, ah, now you got to find me. He goes, okay. Go hide! And he chucks the, the metal detector off screen. And he goes, ha ha, nice knowing ya. Um, so then Hermes goes and hides. And then we get to... Um, and then after that, he's making burgers, I think? Is that... Yeah, Bender was cooking burgers in his, uh, in his compartment. Yeah. Um, and then um, he gives Amy... And the professor, just about everybody, a, a burger. And I love Fry's reaction. He goes, oh, just like my dad used to make before McDonald's fired him. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he could make burgers after, like. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe they just taste like McDonald's burgers. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Maybe so. Um, And then, well, all I got to say is they better have some Szechuan sauce. That's all I care about. They better have some fucking uh-huh. Mulan Szechuan sauce. Wrong ship. <laughs> I know, but nice little reference there. Nice little reference. Um, and listeners, if you got that reference, uh, tweet at us on Holland Sci-Fi on Twitter and let me know what show that was. Well, obviously, we know. Um, and then, and then, uh, Amy's eating it, and the burger falls in her cleavage, and she's pretty bustly for that scene. Like I, we never see her bustly ever again. Yeah, she's always got the sweatshirt on, so... Yeah, so it's like, she's very, very, she's very bustly for that scene. The patty falls right on her cleavage, uh, and then, uh, Nibbler jumps on, takes it, but also takes her top away, and then, uh, she sees that, you know, that, uh, that she has the buns, and she's like, she's like, Professor, give me, do we have another thing? I think there's one can left, and just sprays... And I love the professor's thing is, I'm pretty sure this wasn't scripted, but, but just Billy West going, oh my. 
well, as the professor was hysterical. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, Bender is overheated, so he's got to go run in the water. Uh, so he goes to cool off. He's like, I love it. He's like, wait, what's that sizzling? Hot metal? I'll be right back. Ah! There is nothing funnier than a cartoon character suddenly realizing their behinds on fire. Yes. And they have to never stop being funny. And they have to run and he has to run into the water to cool off, which I'm kind of surprised there wasn't any fish that popped up beside him. (laughs) But I guess it wasn't that hot, but whatever. So then uh, he goes, he goes and he's walking and Zoidberg gets trapped in a lobster gate cage for some reason. I don't know how that happened. Like it, yeah, he, like he goes after the dead fish heads, and it zooms out, and he's in the, I'm like, how did he fit in there in the first place? <laughs> Barely. And I love how he's like, Bender, you gotta, you gotta break me out. So he breaks him out, and he's like, cheese it, and the lights come on, like, <laughs> like it's a, like it's a potential breakout from like a prison. Um, and then, uh, they get back on the thing, and Fry's making a sandcastle for King Arthur, who's a hermit crab. And then the bully comes over and knocks it down. And she's like, uh, and I love how, uh, I love how he's like, no, you're supposed to fight me. I punch her, she swoons, you lend me 50 bucks for your girlfriend. 50 bucks? I wouldn't do that even if she was my girlfriend. I guess Fry hasn't fell in love with Leela yet? I mean. Yeah, they've, they've hinted it a little bit, but. It's not like full on love yet, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, the that's when the so he builds an actual, you know, beautiful, uh, uh, sandcastle and Bender's like, oh, Bender and Zoidberger are back now, so they go to take the picture, and Bender uses his head, but for some reason his body is just in the shot, and then the 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 ships fly over, and I love their face; they're just like looking up, like, oh my god, and. Um, they the photo gets shot, the photo is taken, and then we see the iconic scene from Independence Day, uh, and they both go, "Oh my God!" And then Hermes pops out of the sand. It's like, what in Babylon? Like, I wonder if they just let, you know, Phil Lamar just make any uh, crazy notions he wants, or they like, you know, plan it, like. Cause what in the Babylon is pretty funny. Like that's pretty random. Yeah, I hope he. I hope he just gets to make those up himself. Right. Yeah, no, that would be funny too. The, yeah, that would be funny. Is they they make it up themselves. So they get back in the in the car and they start driving away. Which uh, where's Nibbler? That's a good point. They left him behind. Yeah. So I guess he got to fight his way back. Cause that's why we don't see him for a couple episodes, maybe. Um, and then we get to the. We get to the point where, where the car gets destroyed, and um, then oh, and then aliens, uh, the aliens invade, and we see Linda talking about how the aliens invaded, and I love the professor's like, oh, it's not that bad. They just made the most intelligent mate repeatedly over and over, and then it cuts to commercial, um, and then I'm gonna let you take this because I know you love. Lure and under under. So I'm gonna go ahead and let you take this. Yeah. So um, they uh, they talk. Um, Linda, the the news lady, but by trust McNeil, which threw me off uh, for this, but uh, sends us over to President McNeil, who is talking at the United Nations 
uh, about how Earth is ready to just do whatever they want. He is not willing to uh, fight this at all. Like, we're going to just give them anything they ask for, whatever it is. We are willing to give them anything and just bow down to our new alien overlords. And then Lur cuts in on the broadcast uh, demanding the one called McNeil. And then it cuts back to President McNeil, who is now like, and we're going to keep on our resolve to not bow down to these people. I love that joke. So, <laughs> just the sudden like, yeah, and, and, and the hell with giving them what they want. <laughs> uh, and so, um, like, Lur is just making the demands. Uh, the president then calls in Zap Brannigan. Uh, who is going to lead the resistance? Which and, is a, uh, Bender, he, he's a five-star him. general now. Yeah, big time. He's he's going big. Uh, Bender instantly, upon seeing Brandigan, goes, "Hey, Leela, isn't that that guy you boned <laughs> or whatever?" Like, and then Leela's like, "The Earth's being invaded. Can't we let this go?" Well, apparently not. <laughs> Which is something I definitely do to people. <laughs> uh, and so uh, Zap. Uh, calls for the order to lead a full-on assault and that anyone with uh, a vehicle has to, like, come and help. Um, and uh, so, like, Leela gets up and... Oh, you forgot line. the funny joke, though. And if you don't have a, if you don't have a vehicle, oh, yeah. <laughs> fire a weapon crazily into the air! Yes. As you should do in any war. So, like, Lila gets up and tells Bender and Frav, oh, come on, we've been enlisted. And uh, Bender tells him he's not going to do it because he's a conscientious objector. Frav says, what? You know, a coward. Um, and then it cuts back to Zap on TV saying that because it's an emergency, he's going to uh, turn on the patriotism circuits in every single robot. Which makes Bender instantly jump up willing to go die for his country. And then Lila goes, Afterwards, yeah. oh. every time he's like, "I will." T- it's an honor and service to die from service to my world. Oh, <laughs> come on! He hates it so much. I love it. Um, I'm gonna so take over real quick because yeah. I love this scene. This scene is yeah. hysterical. Uh, so then we get we get up we get back to it, and I love how Zap Brannigan's like talking over the ship, and he's like, he's like, all you all creeds and colors, be white, black, Asian, you're brown, and you're silver. We all fight together to kill every alien, <clears throat> except for Kiff, except for Kiff, unless you have to. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then we get, and then he's like, and then he goes, uh, he says, oh, I'll, he, um, he said, oh, I'll follow, I'll, uh, Bender goes, I'm going to volunteer for a suicide mission. You, and he like, he throws his fist at his antenna, which I thought was hysterical. Yes. Um, and then, um, Zap goes, to crush their dominoes, we have to destroy their house of cards, and then we'll have checkmate. Hysterical line, really funny, and then he notices Leela's there, and he's like, hey, Leela, let's go bone before we die. And he's like, she's like, no, how about we bone after, so neither of us come back. Here's me willing. Like, is he saying he's willing to die or like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Somet- kind of. Sometimes you gotta wonder about Zap. Is like what? Um, and then uh, we get the shot by shot, like not remake but homage to 
uh, Star Wars, the trench run, where they're fighting the mothership, the quote-unquote mothership, um, and then they blow it up, and I love how, oh, you just fry Bender and Leela, and they're like, they're just, you know, by themselves, and I love how Leela goes, status report, fry, this is not TV, but I feel like Lieutenant Ahura, Captain Janeway, and that other lady, like... <laughs> And she goes to Bender, uh, status report. And he goes, uh, auxiliary power's damage. And they spilled my cocktail. And I love how Fr- that gets Fry so angry that he shoots these big giant laser balls into the ship. And he destroys it. And he's like, that's for Bender's cocktail. And then they realize, they destroy the ship. Um, and then they have martinis. Yes. Um, and then the real mothership pops up. And I love how, I love how Zap Burning goes, what's that? That'd be appear to be a mothership. What did we blow up? The Hubble Space Telescope. What? And then everybody starts exploding. He's like, stop exploding, you cowards! <laughs> um, and then Leela comes with the rash decision that she doesn't want to die. She would rather die at home than in space. So they just reverse back to New York. Um, and then, well, you go ahead and... I know, because Lur comes back on here, so go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, they get back to Earth, and, um, it's funny, because, like, they leave the battle, but, like, the battle's clearly over at this point when they get back, um, and it goes back to President McNeil on TV, uh, as he talks about how, you know, their, their resilience is strong as ever, and they're not going to bow down and hand him this McNeil, whoever it may be, um, and then, like, you just see Zap come up with a bag, and he just bags President McNeil, and everyone cheers. And that one judge just kicks him. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was hysterical. Yes. Um, and so they, they are very quickly willing to hand over the president. Uh, so he, like, goes to the Omicronian ship and, like, knocks on the door and leaves the bag and kind of, like, starts to run away. Like, here he is. Here's McNeil. And then Lur and Inda Inda come out. Uh, and then President McNeil pops out of the bag, like ready to beg for his life and Lur's like this isn't the McNeil I want and like everyone gets really confused and he just shoots the president <laughs> kills him instantly uh, and pulls out the picture of uh, Jenny McNeil the character from Single Female Lawyer which Fry recognizes and McNeil's like you don't know her you liar you only know things about TV and he's like yeah that's where I know her from exactly <laughs> And, and the big payoff comes out now. Um, and so, like... I love how Zap is really, like, attracted to the description of of yeah. Big Deal. Like, he's like, ooh. She's promiscuous and wears short skirts. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, so then they try to find the videotape. Uh, yeah. But, but then, oh, this is one of my favorite jokes of the whole series. The so sacrilegious joke ever. I love how, I love it just goes, there's no, a, for the show that's going to come up on Easter? Yeah. Yeah. For the, sh- for, oh my God, I just realized that, <laughs> that the, all the videotapes were destroyed because of the second coming of Jesus in 2443. And I love how they just break, they just, they just, over that, just like, yeah, the second coming of Jesus, 2443. Uh, all videotapes were destroyed. For some reason, just videotapes. Just... Yeah. And I guess it never had a DVD release. No. Um, and so then... Uh, and then uh, they decide that they're going to act it out. 
they're gonna do they're gonna like we're gonna do it we're gonna do this you know we're gonna do that and I like how Zoidberg's I'll do the costumes and he cuts like <laughs> he uh, has an already existing shirt too right <laughs> And so then they, they set everything up, and um, the uh, the professor has an um, has a uh, eight one I think a generator satellite, and I love how Lura goes up to the top of the ship and puts an antenna, like, <laughs> like just pegs it on top of him, doing. And so then they start to watch it, and uh, Bender is the lights and all three cameras. The third, the third camera. That camera joke. That happens a lot. Mm-hmm. That happens a lot if you think about it. I was like, lights? And he opens the thing and he goes, camera one, camera two, camera three. And it just, and it zooms. But you don't know what it is. But you know what it is. It's his penis. We're just yep. going to say that. Um, and so then. a really useful penis too. Exactly. And then we get to the point where, uh, where I love how. And they cut it to to Bender. He's like single female lawyer doing lots of stuff, being promiscuous and having lots of sex, like completely off key. <laughs> like what? But then compliments himself. Hey, I'm pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I always says that while he's on air. Yes. And so then <laughs> they 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 do the scene, and uh, the professor's the judge. And he and he goes, Jenny McNeil, you can't be. We have to, you know, get rid of this trial because you're having sex with the foreman of this jury. And I love how Hermes goes, "I'll see you tonight." <laughs> um, and so then uh, Jenny McNeil gets put on the stand, which is Leela. Leela's Jenny McNeil, and I guess Zoidberg is defense. Yeah. Okay. The Hispanic defender too. Yeah, and I love how he's I lo- one of my favorite Zoidberg lines of all time. <laughs> What what is his name? What is his character's name? I forgot. Oh, I can't remember. But it's something... Defense counsel. Yeah. Oh, uh oh, is it Gonzalez or something? And I love his response. Something like that. Gracias. Like, like just the <laughs> delivery or gracias is just hysterical. Gracias. And then he goes and he starts talking, and I love how he goes to, like, point at Leela, and he like. Knocks out her eyeball, but it's not her real eyeball. It's the eyeball that put on her eye to make her look like two eyeballs. Uh, and so then he eats it. Yeah, he goes. And so then I love how I love how Leo's like, wait, Fry. There's only two pages left. It took me two hours to write, so I'll take it an hour to read. And so then he's like, just just do whatever. And so then Fry's sitting in the chair and Bender scratches his ass while he's connected to the TV while Fry's watching it. And she goes off crazy and she said she's going to marry, um, you know, the, uh, the, the judge who was played that by the professor. Uh, and then I like, no, go to commercial. And up next, the word from our sponsors, Bender's Disco Radio. Discount radios, and then it cuts to, which I really want to see that that commercial. Like, I really want to see that one. And I love how he starts talking about people don't want something shocking because it makes them feel stupid, and they don't want to feel stupid. They want to feel like, oh, okay, it's cool, whatever. So he's like, just read the cue cards. That's how I got along with my life. So he reads the cue cards, 
And I love how I love how the professor who's playing the judge goes, uh, Jenny McNeil, I have to decline your resignation from marriage because I'm dying. Cough now falls over dead. <laughs> and then just sits there smiling. Yeah. And then Zoidberg's response Oh my god, he's dead. LOA checks the professor checks his pulse. He's like, huh? <laughs> and I love how I love how Leela goes, um, with my fiance dead, I decided to go back to what I love most, luring, and being a single female. So, and so then, um, they, they cut, that, that was a really short episode, because there's only, like, one commercial break, so it was, like, what, maybe 15 minutes, if that? Yeah. Like, three scenes? Yeah. Like, that's it. And then, we, and then... Uh, I know you like this joke from Lur, so I'm going to let you take this over. Yeah, so uh, Lur comes back on to give them, at, with the water cooler prepared. Yeah, C+. Um, yeah, he, he gives them their rating of uh, a C+. Not not great, but not bad. As a result, I will not wipe out all humanity, but neither will we give you the secret to immortality. Way to overact, Zoidberg. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, I love that they blame it all on Zoidberg because Hermes was literally the only one that was able to act at all with his one line. <laughs> um, and so the Omicronians leave Earth, and uh, it all, like they all start congratulating Cry, uh, and he's like, "Well, you know, it's all about knowing the secret to successful television, which is knowing that no matter what happens at the end of every episode, everything ends up back to normal." And they zoom out, and New York is just still on fire, <laughs> like it's dilapidated, like like the Statue of Liberty's arm falls off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So that is when aliens attack. That's a really good episode. I forgot it was really good. Like. Yeah, it flew by, like, really quickly. Like, yeah. I, I was almost shocked by how quick it seemed to go. Like, I know, I was like, oh. Because I watched this episode, like, a couple of times. And, like, I was like, wait, is that it? I had to go back and, I was like, is this, is this it? Yeah. Alright, so let's move on to... Oh, and I love how they, you know, they, uh, before they leave, the Omicronian, the Omicronians go, we have to go down, we have to go back, so we can catch a thousand-year-old... Little monologue, and then he like throws his cape over him. Yeah, like he's the fan of the opera or something. <laughs> I mean, you know, he, yeah. he's getting all that drama from the twentieth century. Yes, exactly. Um, so let's go to the things I want from the future. Why don't you go first? Um, you know, there's not a lot in this episode that we haven't already seen. Um, I think my favorite things. Uh, aside from Amy's spray-on bikini, which is spray-on clothing in general. I don't need a bikini. Oh, I was going to say, in a, with the spray-on bikini, you would look good, just saying. I would, thanks. Um, but, uh, yeah, spray-on clothing would be really cool. The other thing I love is um, when they're showing all of the cars, like all the ships that are going to fight, um, just, like, the randomness of the vehicles that are apparently armed for battle, including a school bus. <laughs> I saw that. And that comes up later, too, because every time they ever go to war with all the ships on Earth, they always bring in that school bus, too, and, like, the slurm delivery truck. Ooh, a nice tea for next time. That's right. That's right. It's an Easter egg. One of my favorite episodes is that one. Is this, is this the one we're going to do next, when Fry visits the slurm factory? Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, so that's that. That's about it. That's, that's yeah. Okay. Um, I want Crazy Bender's discount stereo. That, I want that. Uh, I also want whatever the fuck game Zap Brannigan was talking about. I want to play that game. Domino's cards and checkmate. I I want that game. That that's the game I want. Um, and I want Complex Monument. One. I want Monument Beach, bro. That's. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I want a ray gun too. Yes. Yeah. I mean that's pretty awesome. Yes. Right. So let's move on to the fun facts. So I have a big one. So why don't you go ahead and oh, by the way, another uh, fun fact that we both know is um, uh, Tress McNeil did Unda Unda, but Maurice Lamarche did um, Lur. So not that people know that. So yeah, so we got to start bringing that in as our get the guest appearances. But go ahead. So do you have a few or a one? Um. I don't have too much. Okay. Um, I have a big one, so I'm going to save that for... It's very... No, it, it's really, like, intriguing, so go ahead. So you want to save that for later on? Mm-hmm. Um, wh- one thing uh, that I, I found, um, as we said at the very end of the episode, you see the Statue of Liberty's arm fall off, mm-hmm. um, and it's holding the, the torch, which is funny because in the first episode, when Fry's going through all of the transport tubes, it was holding up one of those yeah. in that episode. They change so, it every week, probably. They're like, oh. Yeah. Eh, change it up, you know. Yeah. Reroute the tubes. Um, the only other one I had uh, towards the end of the episode when you're looking at the celebration, mm-hmm. um, like after they all leave, there's a clown that looks alarmingly like Krusty the Clown. Yes. The Simpsons. Yeah. And uh, the number nine man. Yes, yes, yes. Which, is that the first time he shows up? No, I think he showed up before then. I, think, I feel like we've mentioned him before. Yeah. Because we pointed him out. Yeah, I think he, we saw him before. I don't know. But yeah, but he, it's nice to see him return. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people don't know that, but the the reason they have the number nine guys because Matt Groening's first idea was people of different... Like, it would be like a different level. Like, you would all live with level nine. You would all live with level eight. You know, two. Like, different things like that. Um... And also, um, I know you told me about this before we started, um, that Morbo doesn't appear in this episode because I guess him and Lara look alike? Yeah, they sound alike a little bit. I mean, well, obviously it's Maurice LaMarche that does both voices. Um, They're very similar characters. They both want to destroy all people. They're very violent. Yeah. All right, and also I have a big one. Um, obviously, it's uh, this episode was based off Independence Day, uh, Ally McBeal, and Mars Attacks. This really, uh, but the big one I have for you um, is so you remember how the professor said that that they the light was the speed of light was too slow, so they had to move it up to you know to compensate for time travel or traveling. Yeah. So you're probably wondering why does it take a thousand years to get from Earth to Omicron per CIA? That's because David X. Cohen actually said this in the commentary. He actually explained why does that work, and he goes, "Well, that's old light, so it actually it obeys the original original uh, light laws, not the new light laws. So it's actually confirmed that that's how it happened." That's funny. I know it's like really big and completely random, but yeah, that's that's it. That is the best explanation to a goof ever. 
Yes, I know. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. So that is our show. Uh, so you can catch us on LowerEndPictures.com. We're under the uh, What's On tab um, on Welcome to the World Tomorrow, which is the show you're listening right now. Also, why don't you go give us a listen on my other podcast, Cinema Gems. Um, we might be doing a Muppet one maybe soon again. It's been almost a year. Um, right. And also, uh, Jim Strangeport, did you know it's our apparently our friendiversary today? I saw that. Yeah. So, happy friendiversary. Yeah, nine years? Uh, yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's longer than that. Yeah. yeah. It's just the social media one. Yeah, this is a social media one. And uh, speaking yeah. of social media, go like us on Facebook under Welcome to the World Tomorrow. We'll update you. Oh, hey, we did this. Oh, hey, we do that. We'll throw out ideas. Go, you guys want to talk about this? You guys want to talk about that? We have a few bites, not a lot. Um, and also catch me on uh, Twitter on Holland Sci-Fi. Also on Instagram, you can see photos of lovely Tesla. Uh, yeah, your ears perked up when I said Tesla. Okay. What, your tail's wagging now? You want belly rubs? Yeah, uh, listeners, that was my dog that just shook. To, so, you know, he's like, Dad, give me but, a belly but rub. But the Admiral was talking to me about all that. Yes, of course. Yeah. Obviously. Um, also, um, thank you, Marty and the Arrogant Observer, for allowing us to use your website and lowering pictures. And that's it, guys. That's really got. We'll see you in two weeks. Have a beautiful Easter and a lovely Passover. Wipe your hooves, guys. See you later. Jim? Have a good one, guys. All right. Bye.